0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to our VectorVest YouTube channel. My name is Glenn Tompkins, senior instructor here at VectorVest. I'm wearing a blue shirt. That means I must be in the stock market for beginners video series. Glad to have you here. If you're brand new to this, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Uh, we've helped a lot of people, hopefully, in regards to learning how to invest. Uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell icon to be alerted to when new videos like this come out. And the biggest thing, please hit the like button and share this video with as many people as you know who want to learn to get into the stock market, this video series, if it helped you, can help somebody else as well. All right, I've got a lot to cover today. Uh, Two big questions. One, how much money do I need to invest in the market? And two, how many shares of stock should I own? Those are two big questions, especially to a brand new investor, because based off of that, you'll determine whether investing in the market is for you or not for you. So let's start off with how much you need technically speaking, could you start with $500? Could you start with $1,000? And the answer to that is yes, you absolutely can. Now, personally here at VectorVest, when I first got here, I knew nothing about the stock market. Um, And as I learned within the first couple of years of being here, I learned that this is something that I really want to do. And I learned how to make money in the market. And I'm glad that I've got enough knowledge to be able to uh, spread it with you as well. So, I started off with $1,000 in the stock market, turned into over 80 grand, but it took me some time to do it. It took me about seven or eight years to do it, and I did a lot of unconventional things in regards to a brand new investor in the stock market. I learned how to trade options, and I was at a ripe time, uh, 2007, 2008, where the housing market crashed, and folks, I took advantage of the market to the downside and made a lot a lot, a lot of money playing options, all right? So we're not in the same times right now. So, you know, that's understandable. So I was at a very opportune time to make a considerable amount of money in the market. Now, could I do it again right now? Yes, but it would take me a little bit more time to do so. But realistically, I actually could still grow that $1,000 based upon having a tool like VectorVest to do so. Now, from that perspective, the more money you have, the more diversified you can be. We're going to talk about diversification in a second. But the more money you have, the more leverage you have to put more money into individual stocks. And always keep in mind with this as well, depending on how many shares of stocks you own of any any company or how many stocks you own, increases or decreases your level of risk in your portfolio. And that is important as well. How risky are you willing to be in your portfolio? Well, with a a lower dollar stock, could I still take on a couple of positions and still keep my risk low? The answer to that is yes. But you got to be a little bit more patient. Those higher value stocks, those better stocks, may not be super explosive, but they'll make money over time. So it's a it's a it's a game of patience at that time. And the goal is just to grow your portfolio because if you start off with a thousand dollars and you make a little bit of money, that puts more money into the coffers. And at that time you get to a point where you can have more money to spread out to another company and buy more of a different company and so on and so forth and that's a great way to grow your portfolio but it does take time and it does take patience as long as you stick to how you invest in the market now that's the how much money you can use uh, i'll go down as much as $500 to start off if you need to and maybe that means you're only into one or two stocks it is what it is and when you do that you just still make sure that you're buying in accordance to how you trade the market. Because even with $500 stocks, could I still be in a less risky portfolio? The answer to your question is absolutely. I may own less shares of a good quality company. But the goal is to grow that portfolio. And as long as I'm patiently sticking to my plan, I should be okay. Now, that's from the money perspective. So we can go all the way down as much as $500. Now, let's take that and say you have a little bit more money in the market. And now you need to decide how many stocks I should own. So I'm going to start off by saying the sweet spot of stocks you should own should be somewhere between 7 and 10. Because it goes back to that diversification thing. Now, if I only own two stocks, it opens me up to a lot more risk, right? I've got to take on 50% risk because each, each stock represents half of my portfolio. I've only got two stocks, all right? Now, as I have more stocks, I spread the risk out more. That's why the sweet spot is between seven and 10 stocks to be a lot more diversified. Not only that, if one of your stocks gets hit, and if it's a smaller risk factor, it doesn't blow up your portfolio immensely. You're able to live and fight another day. But if I only own two stocks and one stock gets tanked, it affects my portfolio in a much bigger way from a risk perspective. So the lower the amount of stocks you have, the higher the risk you have. The more you spread that out, the more you spread out the risk and it keeps your portfolio in a better spot. All right. Now, that's a lot that I just gave to you, right? So keeping in mind how many stocks you should own and and looking at it from a diversification perspective, if you put those two things in place, you'll be able to devise a trading plan and a portfolio that fits you as an individual. If I'm being a little bit more aggressive, well, let me back up a second. All right. In regards to talking about how many stocks you should own, you should own some stocks that, fit your trading plan beautifully, all right? Because every trading plan should tell you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell. But everybody's portfolio, if you can hold seven to 10 stocks, each portfolio should have segmented within that portfolio the types of stocks that you're in. Let me give you an example. Let's say I have $10,000, all right? I'm going to tell you that about 80% of that should be long-term retirement stocks, 80% of your total portfolio should be in retirement stocks. You're trying to build wealth so that when you do retire, you have money to live off of. All right, so that's one. Maybe 15% of your portfolio can be on those swing trades, stocks that you get in and out of within a couple of days to a couple of weeks. All right. Those long term positions are stocks that you're trying to hold for the long term for years, possibly, if you can. The swing trade portion of that should be stocks that you're willing to get in and out of, depending on what's going on in the market for a couple of days to a couple of weeks. That leaves me 5% left. That 5% should be more aggressive. All right. So if you're looking at Still diversification amongst shares or amongst stocks, but now diversifying your portfolio so that it's a full, complete package to aid you in your journey of making money in the market. I'll say that again: your portfolio, having the right of money, uh, money you have, should be 80% long-term or retirement, 15% which we call swing trade, where you're in a stock for a couple of days to a couple of weeks making that money. And then the third portion and the smallest portion of your portfolio Should be a little bit more aggressive if you want to do that. Maybe you have 80% retirement and 20% swing trade, and you could be fine that way. That's fine. But if you want to put a little bit of spice in your portfolio and be a little bit more aggressive, take that much smaller portion of your portfolio to be a little bit more aggressive. Those are going to be the riskier stocks, but they will have the potential to make you a lot of money short term if you get into the right ones. All right. So, with that, I'm going to give you a bonus today. Today. Not only do we talk about how many, uh, how much money you should use to invest in, but we're also, and, and, and not only how many shares or how many stocks to own. Today, I'm going to show you how to place an actual trade with your broker because a lot of people don't know how to do that. We you hear us talk about it, but you've never seen it happen. So today, we're going to do that. I will get into the software, and I'm in one of our port, uh, one of our Vector S7s that have broker tie-ins. So I can walk you through actually placing a trade with your broker. Now, let's go to viewers tab and let's go to the stock viewer. Let's go look at one of the best stocks in the database by value, safety, and timing. And at this time, it's Alcoa. Now, I have a tool to help me to find these stocks. You may, whether you have VectorVest or not, you need some kind of a tool that will help you to find stocks to invest in. Remember, according to how you invest in the market, right? VectorVest will make that really easy for you but if you have other tools, whatever you want to use to help you, you need to have a tool to help you get there. So let's say Alcoa, I like it. Uh, The stock is below its value. There's the price of its value. It's fundamentally sound. I use the VectorVest tool to, to help me to find it. And I like it's a buy recommendation, all of those things. Now from your broker, you can go to your broker's site and you can type in this symbol to trade, but Here at VectorVest, I have a tool that links my VectorVest system to a broker. Watch this. I'm going to right-click on this, and I'm going to go straight on to Trade Now with RoboTrader. Don't worry if you do not have this. If you do not have this, just open your broker's account, all right, and then I will take you through what you look for. All right, I'm going to put this into my Ally account and put this into Picks. All right, now for you... yeah. Action. I want to buy. I want to spend a thousand dollars. All right. So I want to buy this stock. All right, it tells me how much buying power I have. That's important. You always got to know how much money you have in your account to trade with. So I've got a buying power of 14,000. I've got a total value, which means I've got some stocks already in this portfolio. And my position is I'm buying five shares of this stock long. That means I'm buying it for the purposes of going up in price. My action is to buy. You have to set up whether you want to buy or sell. How much money I'm willing to spend on the position, $1,000, $1,000, my stop criteria. Now that's important. Before you get into any trade, you should know when you're going to get out of it. So I'm going to talk about a couple of different stop criteria. Some of them are germane just to the VectorVest software, but how about something like a trailing stop? It trails from the highest point in your portfolio, whatever percent is. Let's go look at that trailing stop. And let's say I want to use a trailing 10% stop. That means It allows the stock to go up, 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 up. And if the stock falls down 10% from the highest point it hit, it will automatically close me out. This is a great stop to help me to use to let a runner run without getting in the way of the stock. All right. What other stops are in here? Prior day stop price trading. There's a lot of stuff that's in here that is germane to the Vectorvest software. We got we give you a lot of flexibility in a go in regards to trading your stocks. Not every broker is that way, but uh, you will see what they have as far as different stop criteria when you place the trade. I'm gonna put on the trailing stop of 10%. We'll click on next. All right, from here, click on next. From here, I can go look at the trade. Now, there's a couple of things that you got to look at when you place the trade. One, make sure the symbol is there what you're trying to do, whether you're buying or selling short, how many shares you're buying. When I put in a thousand dollars, it automatically calculated how many shares I can get. And when you type that number into your broker, it should do that for you already. Tell you how many shares you can get. It shows me the bid and the ask, uh, what's out there right now from the bid and ask what my last price was. Now this is important. My order type. Now the market order means that as soon as I put it in, it buys it right now. Well, that's, not together, altogether a good thing. You want to make sure that as you're buying into a stock that it's doing what you want it to do, which is go up in price before you buy it. So I have something called a stop price. The stop price means that the trade or the stock has to hit a specific price, preferably higher than where, where, where it is right now. It's got to hit that price before it triggers. If not, if it stays below that price, It won't trigger. So let's say I want to stop price. The last price is 69.72. I'm going to go 60, 82, 84, 69, 84, 69.84, which is 12 cents higher than where it is right now. What that helps to ensure is that I'm not going to buy the stock until it gets 12 cents higher than that. That ensures that I'm buying it as the stock is rising. All right. Now, I can also do a limit price, which means I'm not willing to pay any more than a certain number, but it will place the order between now and that certain order. What that limit price does is it protects you against the stock gapping up or just shooting straight up because if it passes through your limit, it won't trade. But if I put in a limit order, it's going to look between where it is right now and say, you can't pay any more than that limit, that ceiling that you put onto the trade. Uh, stop limit puts the both of those together, saying that I want it to trigger at a certain price, but I don't want it to go higher than that ceiling. That's what you call a buy stop limit order. I'll say it again. The stop limit, part of it is that it says I've got that stock's got to move to this price move up before I buy it the limit says I'm not willing to pay any more than this for the stock so that's also called a buy stop limit in this case I'm just looking at putting in a stop price I can preview the order your broker should allow you to do this to make sure that everything is all set up if there's any errors with this this you are placing a stop on the wrong side this stock has already moved up already higher than what I was looking for as I went and bought it. And it's fine. It is. It was for the purposes, purposes of setting up the order for you. Now, one other thing before I go, duration. Either I'm going to do this good for the day before the market closes, or I can go good till canceled. Now, good to canceled means that the order will sit in my broker's account. I think it's about 60 days. So every day, It's going to look to see if it hit that stop price every day. If the stock's price continues to fall and never goes to that stop price, it will never hit. One day something happens and it breaks through that stop price. Boom. Could be a day from now. It could be a week from now. It could be a month from now. But good till canceled means that it sits there. And I think the time limit is about 60 days before it goes away. All right. And that's how you actually place an order with a broker as you can see here no matter what your broker is all you need to do is open it up that order page will walk you through or should walk you through what you are trying to do folks i covered a lot in this video but you're getting towards the end of this series this is where you need to know what to do and how to do it we talked theoretically about a lot of different things but now you're getting hands-on on what to do, now you have a better understanding. How much money should you start thinking about investing with? How much money do you have? Can you effectively do it? Again, with as little as $500, technically you can. But understand with that lower dollar portfolio, you're gonna have less shares. You're gonna have less stocks to get into, which is gonna increase your risk. The more stocks you can put, the more you can spread your risk, the better it is for your portfolio overall. So with that folks, this video is over. And until the next time, see ya. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.